I'm Olivia. And I'm Ellie. And you're listening to For the Modern Lovers. A podcast for couples and suppliers. Well, it feels like it's been a little while since we've spoken to you guys. And we are overwhelmed by the support from episode one. But why why has it taken us so long to do two? What have we been up to? Well, I moved house. So I suppose that was you know, something that took up quite a few weeks. Um, and you've just been crazy busy because you actually <laughs> launched your dried flower shop, which you were talking about in the last I did. episode. So you launched that, which is crazy. Um, things have changed in the world <laughs> and in Hugely. the wedding industry wise. Um, we have some positive news and some dates we recorded in January so it is a long time since we did the first episode and I'm so pleased that we actually did it then because listening to it now it actually seems so dated some of the things we were saying like we don't know how this year is going to go and I guess we still don't but we have a guideline and some some hope now so exciting This is an exciting episode today. It's not just us two talking about weddings. We actually have a guest, the lovely Sarah from Sundown Paper will shortly be joining us. We're a big fan of her work, aren't we, Olivia? Yeah, I think we are like number one fans. We're always commenting on Instagram, aren't we? Yeah. (laughs) I've got a shoot next week and the lovely couple organizing it asked me do you have a favorite stationary person I was like send out paper straight away yeah so we can't wait to ask her some questions and learn a little bit more about her field so Sarah what is your drink of choice this evening I am drinking the same thing I always drink um New Zealand Sauvignon very Um, nice classy Lee's been trying to get me on to uh my husband does like craft beer deliveries (gasps) So he gets, gets a box delivered every month. He was like, I think you should do it with wine. I'm like, I don't really see the point because I like, I like one type of wine. <laughs> well, yeah. I, do, I do like rosé as well, but like if I'm having white wine, it's going to be New Zealand Sauvignon. So I don't see the point in trying Chardonnays and stuff when I know that's what I like. Exactly. Anyway, what about you? Tangent, so you can expect more of that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Olivia? What have you got this evening? I'm on a white wine um, as well. Like I... I've got a box in the fridge and it's really handy. It's just wine on tap. So that is handy. Um, dangerous as well though. Yeah, that is true. Especially in lockdown, it is very dangerous. But Ellie, you're... Of I'm on the IPA as always with the manly drink and drinking out of can, much to my mother's despair. <laughs> oh, you've got a brew dog. So at least I do. It's a um, double, ha- it. double hazy. Double hazy Jane. Yeah, yeah, it's quite... I'll try that. need to slow down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so exciting to have you on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Me and Olivia were just saying how we feel like we know you already, but we actually, this is the first time we're speaking. I know. I feel like the last year, um, because everything's, there's not been any events and no like wedding fairs or anything social like that, I think I've made so many like Insta friends I just can't wait to come out of it and actually go to the pub with people and actually and have a drink and yeah not feel like you're stalking people just actually know them (laughs) that's it yeah definitely 
definitely. So why don't you introduce yourself, tell people who you are and what you do? Okay. Hi, I'm Sarah. Um, I am the owner and designer at Sundown Paper. Um, and I create fun, modern, um, unique wedding stationery for couples who want something a bit different and I guess are non-traditional. Um, yeah, I think that sums it up. Yeah, I live in Hertfordshire and I work from my spare room that I'm slowly converting into a not a spare room and it's just going to be my office. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Me and Ellie wanted to know, um, what was the like meaning and the story behind the name Sundown Paper? Okay, so basically last year when um, COVID happened, so before that, I just had my name. I was just like Sarah Audrey Designs and I never really liked it, but I'm one of those people like, unless it's meaningful, I, I don't want to like force it. And then obviously when COVID hit, I had a lot more spare time. And I was like, I really want to rebrand and just like make the brand about me. Um, I want it to really reflect the things I care about. I want it to be my personality, not for the brand to be all about me, but for it to be a reflection of me. Um, and basically it kind of came from, it's a bit, it's a bit soppy really, but um, my, my, mine and Lee's life is all about travel. Like that's all we spend our money on. All we think about is travel. And it's, I think it's what keeps us happy. I think that is our main, that's our main thing that keeps us happy. Um, and whenever we're away, whenever we're watching a sunset somewhere, like even if it's like a bit of a crap sunset, I just get, always get this like feeling when the sun's going down and I've like got a glass of wine and we're sat like on a beach or we might be like in a jungle or wherever we are. I just, I get this feeling when the sun's going down and I can't really explain it, but sometimes I cry when the sun's going down. Like oh. it just makes me really emotional. I think it's like, if we're far from home, it makes me think about like how lucky I am. Like, cause I'm, getting, I'm getting, a bit, getting a bit deep here. Um, but basically sunsets are just like my thing. I just love them um and I can't really explain how they make me feel but they just make me feel all like fuzzy and warm and stuff so I was just thinking about rebranding I was like it needs to be something that means something to me and I just thought well sunsets like this is the obvious thing but I didn't want to call it like sunset paper and I kept thinking like sundowner and like that that word just kept coming back to me and I was like I'm just gonna do it sundown paper because I think it's a really big decision like what you call your brand isn't it yeah, for sure. it's not necessarily relevant to stationery at all but um yeah I love it and it I don't know it just it just makes me every time I say it out loud it just it always takes me back to like a certain certain holiday and a certain like feeling that I had at that time so yeah. I think it's a really strong name like I yeah. think it stands out definitely I think it really works but that's really nice though to hear that the story behind it because it's nice when you when your name your business name means something um yeah when it was my name I just always felt like I don't know I just I, I felt like I was I couldn't think of anything better and that kind of was the case at the time I couldn't think of anything better it's almost um, more personal not being your name because of that story behind it yeah, yeah. Like, wow yeah 
Oh, uh, yeah, really? that probably did sound a bit um bit deep, but actually I am I am quite a deep person. So. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> and like Sarah from Sundown, Sarah from Sundown, it's just it's got a ring to it. We love yeah, it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you always been in the stationary wedding industry? When did you start doing wedding stuff? Like, where did you begin, basically? So, I did. I went to uni and I did fashion design. Um, did four years in Southampton which was great and then when I finished there I um, started working for the high street like worked for lots of like high street brands signing like jersey and knitwear and stuff and then a few years ago I did my sister's wedding stationery like I've always been into sort of graphic design as like a separate a separate thing like I'd always enjoyed like part of my job was to design like graphics for t-shirts and stuff like that and I always really enjoyed that side of it um and when I was younger, I was really into um, like bubble writing. You know, when you used to like design your own fonts and stuff. Like looking back, obviously they were awful, but oh. I loved it when I was younger. I used to do like like all different bubble writing and stuff. So I was definitely like very into graphic design. And then yeah, I did my sister's wedding invites. Um, loved it, and I did like all the stuff for, like on the day. And and then like from that, like some of her friends got in touch and started doing some of that. And then it kind of just went from there, really. Um, but I do feel like the last year has kind of been when I've I feel most comfortable now um, and not comfortable in a secure way but comfortable in like I feel like what I'm putting out is 100% like where I want to be um, and I feel like it's I feel very much comfortable in the sense that it's me and if someone doesn't like it I'm fine with that like I'm yeah yeah, yeah, I think you've got such a strong brand and I could never imagine someone going on your profile and then asking for, I mean, I'm not very good with the uh, oh, stationery and the font lingo. It does happen. Oh, does it? Oh, <laughs> to be fair, I think that happens to all of us. I will yeah. get inquiries and think, but I don't have anything like that on my page. But I think yeah. you're like, you must attract people that have like a such a fun, cool style anybody who's listening who hasn't checked her out you will know exactly what you mean as soon as you go on your profile I just love the vibe and the colors and yeah it just looks great yeah I do feel like um it didn't used to always be like that I think I up until I think the past year has kind of changed everything because I had more time to actually just go right I'm just going to sit and design something today like you don't often have that free time do you because mm. whether it's whether it's because you're busy with work or because you're busy socially so when you take both those things away it's just like I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to see what I feel like doing today and I was just like I really loved what I was coming out with and then I was putting it out there into well onto Instagram basically and um getting a really good response and I just thought but it was to the point where I kind of thought I'm also okay. I was feeling okay if I didn't because I knew I loved it. So I was like, well, that's fine. If people don't like it, I know I love it. Like there's things on my website that no one's ever bought, but I'm not taking them off because I love them. And technically I should, they probably don't need to be there because no one's ever bought them. No one's ever inquired about them even like some of my collections, but I'm like, yeah, but I still love it. So as long as I love it, it's going to stay on there. And someone will. Yeah, some of them. I don't know. If not, I'll just look at it every now and then and think. Oh. Yeah, and I love everything you make. So every, oh, everything. <laughs> I don't even know if I answered the question then, or if I just went off on a tangent. <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's perfect. You know what you were saying there about um, 
having the time to to do all of this stuff I do think that with the situation a lot of businesses have been able to actually grow in hmm. this situation like I think it's affected the wedding industry massively but I know from for me personally my business has grown massively because I've had the time to to put into um purely making like content doing like shoots like we got to do a shoot together like I would never have the time to do that so I do think that this year has definitely helped a lot of businesses like you were saying you've grown massively so and Ellie's like Instagram's just gone crazy this year yeah I think as well like you know when I don't know about you I'm probably the same as me but before Covid my life was just like a million miles an hour and even though I could acknowledge that I was doing too much I'd still like book in every Friday night, every Saturday night. I'd always have, I'd never leave a day free in my diary. I'd go, oh, I've got a day free. I better fill it with something. And, but then I'd be annoyed at myself when it came to that weekend. I'd have no time for me. Mm. And I think as much as obviously COVID's got so many negatives, there's like, there is the odd positive in there that like for me, it definitely changed. I think it changed like my brand. It changed my business and I think it, it gave me time to kind of realise like who I who I was as a designer because I think before that because I was often like people would come and say I want something like this or you know like a version of this or this sort of style and I'd, I would know deep down it wasn't my style but I would do it whereas now I feel much more confident to say I don't think I'm the right person to do that for you because it's not to say like I don't want to do something that isn't exactly what I like but if it's if it's completely not my style I don't feel comfortable doing it because I think I don't know if I can put my heart into it if I if I really just don't like the style of it and I have said to people that before I would rather lose the job than than do something that I just don't like yeah 100% I think that's that is so true like our jobs are creative mm. and things like that kind of kill your creativeness if you're not enjoying it you're not gonna produce something that you love and yeah creativity is one of them annoying things that yeah have it or you don't for certain jobs and that's great that you can be in a position to say actually that's not for me um and there will be people out there that can do what they want but it's just not you <laughs> yeah and I think obviously that's like a fortunate position to be in but um yeah I don't know it's 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 a nice feeling it's nice I feel like I'm taken a long time but I've finally all the inquiries I get I feel like they're now my dream customer like I don't know if you guys feel like that as well maybe that's improved over the last year like do you feel like you're now getting your dream customers more or yeah I think it take it takes a while like because unless you know when you first start when you first set up your business unless you know exactly who it is which isn't often the case you don't know who your dream clients are until you yeah. get into doing it um well that was the case for us we didn't know for a while and then when you really find that client that you want and this year we've all had the time to like really put out the content to attract those type of clients yeah the inquiries are just different they're just what you want um and I've been the same as you Sarah I've said to people I actually don't think that my style would fit what you want um or 
like if they've requested like a more slow video or something like that I'm like well that isn't me so I can't help you but I know other people that would be amazing so I think when you get to that position it just feels so good because you're making the stuff that you want to make yeah and I think it's almost like it's almost a bit of a dream isn't it like I've said I've said to my friends before like I can't believe like I'm I'm just getting to do this for work um but but you know sitting down to work like today like sitting down to work and my to-do list is just all jobs that I want to do like obviously there's the odd boring like admin job and yeah. stuff like that and like obviously the accounts and stuff like that are really boring but it's just it's just so nice isn't it to like to look at a to-do list and think I actually want to do all that and I don't know just like speaking speaking to couples who you just feel like you're on the same wavelength and it's not I don't know it's, you you kind of you can they know straight away from seeing your work that you're right for them so it's not a battle from the start it's kind of just I think I think if it isn't easy then you're probably not a great fit and I think mm. in in our industry like it does it is a bit like that you do need to fit even though we're, we're just a supplier to them like you, you do need to have a rapport don't you and you need to be able to like have a good relationship and stuff so yeah yeah that's true so you've mentioned you had a rebrand and that you've sort of honed in your style how would you say your style has changed what's different um I think the main change is that I'm now I'm, I'm essentially kind of putting my personality onto paper whereas I think before I was always working to other people's briefs um, and maybe trying to maybe trying to put like a fun spin on it and it wasn't right for people because actually what they wanted was something more traditional um, and I think that kind of comes back to finding your dream customer and maybe not even your dream customer but just someone who can kind of relate to what you're putting out there um, so it's to be honest it's massively changed and like I say I think being in lockdown that's that's the one thing I can thank COVID for um because I feel I feel like because I had all that time to just sit and be creative and I just like just put like my favorite playlist on and I would just sit and just play it's just like playing on my computer um I feel like that sounds really old my computer um, <laughs> playing on illustrator and basically just like kind of doodling and seeing what I liked and then eventually it would like come together as something and it was kind of always when I didn't expect it like I remember one day I was really hung over and um we were laying on the sofa and I was like oh I don't want to waste the day so I went and got my laptop and I just started like playing around with something and I ended up designing that um I don't know you probably won't know them off by heart but it's called Ocean Drive and it's like an 80s we had like we had that film on in the background drive you know that with Rangle oh, yeah. thing and I love that film because I love the 80s. So I love the music. I love the colours. I love like just I just love 80s. So I started like do playing around with like 80s ideas. And I basically just pulled that together while I was like laying on the sofa horizontal with my laptop on my lap. And I loved it. And like, you know, people have people have a lot of people have bought that as their wedding stationery. They might not like it now so much now that <laughs> now I came up with it. Where it's yeah. come from. Yeah, but I love that. Yeah, it comes out of like the weirdest places. It's not necessarily, you could, I could say to myself, I'm going to sit here tomorrow and design something, but I might have no ideas. Um, whereas I just think some days you just, something just sparks something in your mind, doesn't it? But 
I haven't answered the question, have I? What is my style? So, <laughs> so um, yeah, basically, I think um, I think weddings should be fun, and I think they should reflect you as a couple. So that's that's the main thing, really. I, I think I, when I speak to people and they are already before they've even because obviously I'm kind of like the first port of call for like save the dates and stuff so at that point really all you've probably booked is your venue maybe a photographer and when people say things like oh I saw this on Instagram and I feel like it needs to be like this or I want my wedding to look like this but I'm like yeah but is that actually do you actually like that though or do you want it I think I think obviously like Instagram Pinterest are amazing platforms and they're so inspirational but I think people get so caught up in their wedding needing to look as good as mm. these shoots look. And obviously these shoots mm. are incredible, but it's not, it's not real life. No. Unless you have a huge budget. So I think people get really caught up in, in feeling like their stationery has to match. And I'm very like, I'm against that. I'm, I always say to people, don't worry about it. Like you could be getting married in a manor house but you can still have like really like you can have like retro stationery and it could be bright pink if you want it to be like you're not gonna have like sophisticated stationery if you're a fun person just because you're getting married in a in a manor house yeah I've never thought about that but that's people really do like they get they get really like caught up in their venue um and feeling like it needs to match and and even like oh well bridesmaid dresses are going to be green so I think the stationery should be green no, because no one's going to remember. No, on the day, no one's going to tie that back and say, "Oh, she had pink invites, though. Why aren't the dresses pink?" Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like I and I enjoy having those conversations because I like to think that I might be able to help someone feel a bit more relaxed about it. Because I think it can be if you get caught up in all those little things, thinking that those if you think those things need to match, you've got a lot more stress coming for you down the line mm-hmm. when when it gets to you know flowers and everything to do with like on the day like if you think your stationery has to match it doesn't basically (laughs) (laughs) and you mentioned that um couples will come to you first that was something that me and Olivia were thinking about we didn't know what when does when's the best time to like approach you because I thought it would be later on but that makes so much sense of course the date's like the most important thing so how does it yeah. how does it begin what's the design kind of process with the couples um yeah most people normally get in touch once they've booked their venue because obviously then they've got a date of it it's weird at the moment obviously because some people are still up in the air but when people are confirmed and covid isn't a thing um and then basically if they if they want something if they want like one of my collections so all of my collections on my website can be customized but it's you can kind of do as, as much or as little as you want. So it might a lot. Some people have them exactly as they are, and obviously I just change the wording. Um, but sometimes people just change the colours, or they might they might like one font from another one onto a design from another one. Um, and yes, yeah, so we normally just have a Zoom call and like talk through initial ideas and stuff, and then I basically mock up a design. And then we can like, they can tweak it as much as they like from there. Or sometimes people come to me and they've got like, they've got a Pinterest board and they want a completely custom design, which is always quite exciting, especially if it's um, just like a really fun wedding. Um, like I've got one that I'm doing for next year in Palm Springs and Palm Springs oh. is like, I don't know if you've ever looked at Palm Springs weddings on Pinterest, but they're just incredible. Oh. 
I haven't done them yet. It's in my diary to do them, but like things like that, you know, that, that makes me really excited when people mm -hmm. want um, a bespoke design that's, when it's very kind of clear their vision, it's, um, yeah, it's always, I always look forward to doing those just because I, I mean, I love, I love all my collections. So I'm always happy to, always happy to do those, but it's always, it's always nice to do something new as well. Do you get a lot of international work? Because I, I guess with photo, video, with flowers, I physically have to be there. Olivia, Zach physically has to be there. But I didn't think of it from that point of view that it's so much more accessible to the world. Yeah, so I, I didn't used to, but I have yeah, recently, probably the last six months or so. But I think a lot of it actually came from doing, I did a few shoots with some, I did like as a florist in Colorado that I've been working with. Um, and I've done quite I a few saw that one, that was um, sick. Oh, she's amazing. Is, is that the florist, Ellie, that we love on Instagram? Oh, which one? I love so many. <laughs> um, she's called Steph, but her account is Velvet Armoire. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, 100% follow her. Oh, she's incredible, isn't she? Yeah, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, so I, I think she put me, she told me, oh, I'll put you on my recommended suppliers on her website. And I was like, okay. And I didn't think, I was like, you know, thank you. Didn't think much of it because I thought, well, it's America. Um, but yeah, I've had, I've had like loads of America jobs and a couple like from Australia and yeah, it's exciting because they do things really differently there. So it's, you know, even the way they do weddings, like, you know, they get married in the, they, most of them get married in the evening. Mm. Their, their weddings are much shorter than ours, but they're much more extravagant. Mm. Um, yeah. And it's been, it's, I've enjoyed like having Zoom calls with people and especially like with COVID, I'm always like interested in like, what's happening over there? Like what's going on with COVID? And <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering like have you had any experiences with people wanting like traditional wording but that doesn't have to be the case necessarily yeah definitely I think um I think it's definitely well for the people that come to me it's definitely less um common to have um the parents names but I have had a few I've had a few instances recently actually where people haven't done that and then they've asked me to reprint with the parents names on because no people haven't been happy about it so um it does it does still happen um but yeah definitely I think there's definitely a bit of a, a change a lot of the time people so I have I have like a little list that I send people because some people have no idea what they need to put on their invites so I have like a little sort of checklist and I'm like you don't have to include everything like some people don't want to put um local hotels and things like that because obviously people can use google but a lot of people do like to include that for people um, so I send this list over and sometimes people literally just come back with like bullet point answers. So then I have to sort of bulk it up, um, with my wording. And I always say to people, you know, I've, I've worded it how I like it, but if you want it to be more formal, just let me know. Cause I, I think that your wed, I, I always think that your wedding station we should kind of read as if you were speaking. So I speak to people like everyone's my friend. So I would definitely word mine in a very casual way. And I, I personally like to receive stationery that's a bit more fun and the phrasing's a bit more fun. I don't think it needs to be, I don't think it needs to be formal. Um, personally, Did that's you, my opinion. You posted the other day something about save the date and no children. And that was really cool. I've never seen anything like that before. It was like really different. Yeah, so I started thinking about, I was trying to think about questions I get asked a lot. And a lot of the time people ask me, how can I say I don't want children there? Um, and how can I, so another one I'm going to do soon is how can I ask 
for money basically without that's a good one and even though that's I think that's so expected now I think everyone assumes if I got an invite and they didn't mention anything about a gift I'm I'm going to give them money anyway um but I certainly wouldn't be offended if I saw that someone did ask for money and but people people do worry about how to word it so yeah and that's the same with the with the kids thing uh because that can be I think that can be a bit difficult sometimes so yeah that that was that went really down really well that post actually so I think a lot of people want to say things a certain way but they I think traditions and a lot of the time it's you show sometimes I'll, I'll do a mock-up for someone and they'll love it and I'll say I'm just going to show my mum and dad and then they'll show their mum and dad and they come back with oh my mum thinks it should say this and I'm like what do you think it should say yeah. um I think I think it's really I think that's the main thing with weddings you have to try and remember to to keep it about what it is and it's essentially you marrying your partner and having an amazing party and like what do you want to put across um so I think your invites kind of like set the tone for the style of your day and the, the feel and stuff so obviously if you want to be traditional that's absolutely fine but I think there's a lot of ways you can be a bit more fun and um non-traditional with it so we're yeah, all up yeah. for that non-traditional up for that yeah definitely I think it stands out as well because some people might get like loads of wedding invitations if loads of their friends are getting married in one year or they'll, they'll get loads of invitations and if yours is just that bit different and like I love it when the um the reply cards often have like different things that you can tick like yeah. I don't know just something a bit different I think then you do get the vibe like oh I feel like this is going to be a really fun wedding and, and I, that I, would be on my fridge for yeah. a couple of years yeah. Yeah. But I got one of your invites in the post I'm not I'm not putting that in the bin oh I like to think <laughs> going on my I fridge I know so I remember when I did my own invites and um well, it's, it was mainly my, my bloke friends ringing me like what's the, what's going on again like where's this and that oh, I'm like where's your invite <laughs> I spent ages making that <gasps> like, oh, I don't know where I put it you know like it took me ages like yeah. <laughs> oh rude <laughs> um but yeah, like we were the same with our wedding as well. Like we got married in Croatia and wow. it was so chilled. Like we just didn't let, I don't remember when I hear stories about brides being really, obviously COVID aside, uh, stories about brides being so stressed that they haven't enjoyed it. And I just think, how have you not enjoyed it? That's such a shame. I just, I feel mm -hmm. so bad for people because it's supposed to be, it doesn't have to be the best day of your life, but it's supposed to be this amazing day. And the build-up I don't know I thought the build-up was like one of the best bits really but I think yeah. it's a shame that people let the pressure and I actually think it's even I only got married a few years ago but I think even if I got married now Instagram and Pinterest it's just ramped up to the point mm -hmm. where I might maybe I would be different now yeah. I think there, there is so much pressure from social media for it to be this Instagram worthy wedding and when actually mine wasn't Instagram worthy but I loved it and I wouldn't change it but maybe now, I don't know, would I be trying to like force disco balls in, even though they don't go and can't <laughs> transport them over there? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you get carried away, don't be like, oh, I have to have Pampers. So I need to transport some Pampers to Croatia. Like, yeah. I don't know, maybe I would be like that now, but I wasn't like that a few years ago. So I'm glad about that. But what would you like, what advice would you give to couples who don't know where to even start with things like? invitations and stationery because I think sometimes you could be like I don't have a clue 
what to do like where to start and you could make a Pinterest board um for your wedding but you haven't even thought of the stationery like what would you say what would your advice be yeah I think um I think it is really hard actually to find um because if for example if you were to type into google wedding stationery the stuff because I've done that to sort of see if I show up and stuff like that um and the stuff that comes out is is very like samey um and I I've often thought to myself I wonder how someone like I wonder because obviously I did my own wedding stationery but I wonder how I would have found someone if I wasn't a wedding stationer because the stuff I see when I google it personally isn't my taste yeah um I definitely think Instagram is the best probably the best place to find amazing suppliers because I think you there's obviously like amazing directories like I'm I'm part of the unwedding um their directory and that's been amazing for me um yeah, I've noticed your t-shirt oh yeah I've got yeah, that your unwedding yeah. t-shirt um, <laughs> I'm not wearing it for that reason I'm not like I bought this t-shirt but um, <laughs> yeah she uh she's she's been like an amazing support and I think just just the people you meet you know like if I if someone if someone said to me oh can you recommend any florists or photographers like 100% I would recommend you guys and you've met people that you would always recommend thank you um and I I just think that I, I think 95% of the jobs I've got have all been from Instagram and I I need my website to make to work harder for me but, but that's kind of like work that I need to put in but I think Instagram is amazing platforms but for finding um what you're looking like your style of wedding because I think even if you came across like a photographer and you're like oh my god her style is right up my street the chances are there'll be something on her page that might then link you to another supplier um and I think recommendations and because I think Pinterest is obviously amazing Pinterest is like a rabbit hole and often you can't actually get to the link that you want to get to and stuff is repinned so many times isn't it and you can't actually I find it quite hard to search on Pinterest. I've got this image in my head and I search it and I cannot find anything like I want. And I know it's so much better, you know, when you find finally find an image that you love and then find all the ones linked to it. But then, yeah, it's finding links from that and things like that. I think yeah. she'd be great for that because all of the suppliers are on the same page. They have a vibe and suppliers are great at tagging each other crediting and it's so easy you've got it all there and you think wow I love that part of it and that part of it um but yeah especially if you've got a certain yeah. style as well so if you you know if you know you want a boho wedding like you see a shoot it's going to capture right instantly and you could probably just go down that list and go well I'll just have all of those or, <laughs> yeah you know you might it might not work exactly like that but you would you would know that they're on that same page because you know one's going to do a shoot that they don't don't feel like fits their brand yeah Instagram honestly Instagram's yeah. amazing for that like we've been able to find people for shoots and that's how we found you actually for shoots was Instagram yeah um everyone I think we found for shoots was from Instagram and you can really find like your vibe and like who like would represent you or your wedding on Instagram I think do you ever find with Instagram, it's really funny, you, you, not that you think you know everyone, but obviously the wedding, the wedding industry is obviously massive, but you also think, God, I know, I feel like I know so many people now. But then you come across someone, you're like, how did I know you before? Because obviously it's so big, but 
it makes you realize how much like talent is out there yeah. and obviously you can never know everyone but sometimes I just I just find it amazing you'll come across someone and you think I can't believe I didn't know you ex- you existed mm, yeah. last week I actually made I've made more like Instagram friends this year like than ever before like because I don't think I was like really on Instagram as much because obviously I wasn't at home all the time so yeah been on Instagram and I've made so many friends in the industry um which has been amazing because I've had some amazing support like even off other photographers and videographers and people in the same industry just like so supportive um it's really good it's been such an amazing platform I think to make friends yeah I just think it's such a nice industry as well isn't it I feel like if you had a problem you could 100% put it on your stories and like I remember that I don't know if you saw it a little while ago I got a message from Instagram basically saying oh yeah yeah, you've been um what was what was the phrase basically we're going to shut your account because you've been accused of basically like copying or something like that and I was like I don't but it's all my work like but I was still scared about it even though I thought it's probably a scam I put it on my stories and oh my god I think I spent all evening then talking to people oh yeah you Ellie you really helped me I went like full investigation (laughs) mode didn't I I was like right and I was straight on google tip tapping away like oh because I you had your your work is yeah like I would say my Instagram's more valuable than my mm. website so to yeah, lose it so straight away I was on there and I noticed that the so I went on Instagram official website because they had a they had loads of followers so it looked believable this dm that you'd got they had loads of followers but it was still only like twenty five thousand, which i suppose yeah scheme of things, isn't true you yeah more, you did more investigative work than i did <laughs> <laughs> so i worked out that the official instagram account had the letter a just as a normal letter a and in the you know where you put your name like in the bold bit and then the hack account the 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 dodgy account had how do I explain that kind of a you know where it's got a little arch above it yeah I don't know it had a little arch above the a and I was like they've used a different font they are not legit (laughs) (laughs) and I hadn't even bothered to try like Ellie was sending me all these links and I was like I was just going to put it on my stories and let someone tell me like (laughs) there was someone anyways yeah all evening answering like chatting to people on dm saying thank you so much like yeah I've, I've just I've had enough um I feel confident enough that it's fake now like I'm okay I can, I can go to sleep sort of thing but just let the support I know it's such a small thing but it was so nice to feel like you had that community that could yeah, so true imagine if nobody replied you would be at what I certainly would be sat worrying and thinking oh it is look yeah. how many people have viewed my story and yeah. and I still don't know if this is real or not whereas exactly no it's a pain to reply to all of them saying it's fine I've sorted it it's yeah. like wow oh no it's so, so nice and I thought oh it's that made me realize even more than I already knew that yeah just how lovely everyone is who are three people on Instagram that you follow that inspire you while we're on the topic of Instagram okay so yeah so I thought about this earlier because you obviously sent me an idea of what you were going to ask me <laughs> and it's a funny one because I don't um I don't follow any like celebrity I'm not really into like celeb culture like at all and on my business account I do just I do just follow like all all wedding people really um but there are a few I wrote do you want me to do you want me to like read tell you the names yeah Yeah, go on (laughs) it's mainly for like mainly for color really so there's one called um 
creative kippy k-i obviously i don't know if i'm saying this right because I, I don't even know how i found them you know when you just end up down a rabbit hole and then yeah um creative k-i-p-i and there's another there's a guy called matt crump and he they're, they're obviously like edited photos but it's kind of like what he does with them and then there's another guy and again i don't know how to say his name but it's paul fuentes photo he's basically like he's a mexican guy but he lives in london but i think he's trying to move to like palm springs but he basically his images are all of um like really nice architecture and like lovely buildings in like palm springs and places like that and again it's his use of color but he edits the pictures to put like as in like a lion in the front garden or um he doesn't do that with all of them but a lot of them are just color but they're basically all color accounts because i think i'm that's probably where I'm massively inspired. Um, Colours, yeah. Yeah, I do, I, I'm on, on like Instagram and stuff, I am quite picky about who I follow because I think, I think Instagram's amazing and but it's probably the same as you guys, but I think it can be a bit difficult like when you get that sort of like whole comparison thing. So like, I don't follow like any other stationers. Um, there's only like a couple that I follow and they're, they're people that I've sort of made friends with and their style happens to be completely different. But like, I choose not to follow other, so sometimes like stationers will follow me, but I, I don't follow them back and it's not because I'm being rude. It's because I, I don't like to be surround. I think if I'm surrounded by other people's work, you can, you can get that whole comparison. Mm. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know. or, no, I, I totally get what you're saying. Or like um, with your type of work, it's, I think it's hard because like, you could see loads of other stationary people and then you want to be like you want your ideas to be completely like no one else's so if you're not seeing anyone else's you're not influenced at all by anyone else's work yeah because subconsciously you obviously could be yeah but I would never want it to be because I know I'd seen it mm. yeah um, but I think what I get that yeah you saying that it's so clear in your work that it's so different yeah I I'm quite like new to being obsessed with stationery. It was literally that Shack Revolution shoot when I saw yours and I was like, <gasps> and I didn't, I didn't realize you could just have so many, like, I don't know, there's so many options <laughs> and signs and stuff like that. I didn't even yeah. know. And it was just so unique. And even now when I am aware of the stationery industry, I just think that your stuff does stand out. I, I can just be scrolling and, a picture of yours will come up and I'll just know it's yours straight away I think you've just got a vibe to you and that's probably because yeah you don't surround yourself with being compared to people uh, or unintentionally getting inspiration from other stationers you is that the right word station yeah, yeah. yeah you okay, just yeah. you just do yeah. you and I think that is so clear in your work and it's great yeah I think as well like I I, I can notice in myself like when I'm because re- at the moment I'm really busy and I haven't got any time to do anything other than like the jobs I'm doing and I I suppose I've, I feel less creative right now like if I had a if I had a spare day tomorrow and you said sit down and do something I, I don't know what I would do whereas I feel like it's when you haven't been surrounded by it that you you are more creative and I think especially because we're just kind of like stuck at home at the moment like I think a massive inspiration for me is is travel like I said before it's it's if we're not on a trip we've got the next one booked and it's kind of like always looking forward to that like I do obviously love my life here and like 
love my family but in all honesty if I didn't love my family so much I wouldn't live in the UK mm. like we would be gone 100% so I think I'm because I've always got that I feel like I've got in normal life I've got a constant stream of inspiration because I'm so inspired by places we visit so I think the last year and and as it is now I think it's getting to that point isn't it where everyone is getting a bit fed up yeah <laughs> it's quite sure. hard to be inspired now because yeah, I don't know. I think we just all need a bit of a change of scenery, don't we? But we do. Yeah, I think it's definitely better when you need to have a break from it sometimes, don't you? So that's all the questions that we had for you. But we do want to ask you the ongoing question that we are asking everybody. What was your first dance song and would you change it? um so I don't know if you know it but it's it's an 80s song and it's Yazoo Only You yeah I'm not I gonna know. sing it yeah yeah um and to be honest like we didn't pick it because it doesn't mean anything to us we don't like we liked it but you know when like I think there's so much pressure on a first dance song mm-hmm. and we when we were thinking about it we were like there's not a song we never had a song and I think we we both like lots of different music but we like a lot of the same music as well. And we just, oh, I don't know, I just feel like we couldn't pick an obvious song. And we both love 80s music. And we wanted something that was not slow, not like a slow dance, but not, I didn't want to like do like a proper like routine or anything. Um, so we kind of went for that because it felt like a bit, it felt a bit fun still, but it was technically like a ballad. But then last Christmas, Boots used it on their advert and they've just ruined it for me. (laughs) Every time I hear it now, I don't think of my wedding, I think of the Boots advert. Oh, no. (laughs) So I'm guessing that maybe you would change it, but... Do you know, I wouldn't, but at the same time, it doesn't... I'm not going to lie, like, it doesn't hold, like, loads of sentimental value. It's it's just a song. Um, I I think there's a lot of pressure on picking a first dance song. Um, I don't think it has to if if you have a song then that's great yeah. but I think like if you can just pick a really fun song and then it starts the party then yeah, yeah. Why not? But, and I kind of cared more about the like walking down the aisle song and then the song when yeah, we were yeah. walking back up it I was more interested in that because I think well that's kind of the bit that is so meaningful isn't it yeah whereas it's just the important part and then again that's it and then in a way that's a tradition that I suppose I think, why did I do that? I wasn't bothered about a first dance. I did it because I thought I should. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, no. But you don't realize, I don't think you realize you're doing these things until you look back and you're like, oh, I actually wasn't bothered about that. I don't know why I did that. But But we are compiling a playlist of all of the first dance songs recommendations. So yours is making the cut. Yours will be number three. Oh, okay. So (laughs) if you have been Ed Sheeran, would you have left it off? So lastly, before you go, where can our listeners connect with you? Where can we find you? Plug your Instagram handles, etc. <laughs> okay, so I'm not going to lie. I'm on Instagram most of the time. So Instagram at Sundown Paper. Um, I do have a Facebook, but I don't like Facebook. So I wouldn't bother contacting me on there. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my website is sundownpaper.co.uk. I have an Etsy shop uh i think that's it i don't really like any other that's enough i can't yeah. handle anymore oh pinterest yeah. i'm on pinterest and i'm trying to be better with it yeah, um, so you can find me on pinterest as well 
but that's it that's enough I can't handle anymore amazing <laughs> when they that clubhouse I was like no I can't do yeah. it I didn't even <laughs> one step too far yeah I just can't I can't handle no it's too much there's enough it's, it's enough isn't it yeah. Look, enough screen time so yeah yeah well thank you so much Sarah this has been yeah. I've had a right laugh yeah. don't know about you but <laughs> yeah it's been great I hope I haven't um I hope I answered the questions and I didn't just ramble but thank you for having me no we loved it thank you for actually agreeing to come and talk to us I know like being on a podcast is a bit nerve-wracking so thank you no it's been great nice to meet you both face yeah, face yeah properly computer yeah we want to make the podcast as interactive as possible so please go over to instagram and give us a follow and also check out our playlist the link is in the bio and we will now be uploading episodes every other monday so if you subscribe you will get notifications and you'll be able to see who our next exciting guests will be but thank you again so much sarah for coming on and yeah 